Hey. Okay, here we go. Oh, I can I can hear you. We are live. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Today is my day off, so it's a nice it's very nice. <laughs> That's good. That's good. This is my last day off. I start uh my school year starts Monday. I know oh personal God. development. <laughs> So excited. Are you ready? I think that's such a great feel. Let me tell you why. Yeah. Because when the kids get out of school, you're like out of school. But I guess they work something out where like you still get paid within the months that you don't go to work sort of thing. Or at least mm-hmm. they do for teachers. I think something along those lines. Yeah. For the teachers, they do. Are you so excited? That's so nice though. I'm excited for you. I think this is going to be an interesting journey. In a great way. (laughs) And we'll get into that a little bit later. So, everybody, welcome to my podcast show. Title Change Starts With You. And I'm James Champagne. And I am on the line with Franciana. Still Lopez Garcia, right? Uh-uh. No? Okay. Well, tell him, Titi, I... Tertullian. That's how you know me, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, it's all good. So, tell everybody about yourself, because it's been a while since you've been on. Yeah, I think we last talked maybe August time frame, so it's... Yeah, almost a year. Yeah. Yeah, so... I am, last time we catched up, I'm still at the VA. I work as a technical reviewer for Portland office. Um, That just means that I code new employees. I fix their market pays. I fix everything within their records. So um, I'm on the back end of things, like after people onboard and all that good stuff, then I get into their record and start coding them into our system and stuff like that, and then keep record keeping of their record. So once they're a federal employee with us, um, and I was, I think in Portland PSU, I think I was Portland State yeah. University or something like that. Um, last semester when I talked to you in August but since then Mm -hmm. I started my doctorate program um, at the Chicago School of Professional Psychology but I dropped the program it's in California I'm located Uh, in Arizona mm. so it's just not matching up and it's all that like um practicum internship stuff coming up and I just right. can't do the travel so but now with COVID and the second stream uh, second third I don't know crazy variant I'm like it's just been a wild year huh <laughs> it has it has oh, but it's all good better late than never you know what I mean so uh Tertullian Oh, I never can say that. I always used to say TT or something like that. 
Hey, so look, like, so she's going to ask me some questions. You know what I'm saying? She wants to know about some journeys of mine, and I'm going to ask her some questions, and we're going to go on, and we're going to get started. So first one I got for you is you've done this with me. This is twice, but you've been an active member on speaking on things since you've been out the military. Do you envision yourself ever uh, doing a podcast show of your own on a consistent basis? I don't necessarily. Um, And I think that just has a lot to do with like being in my shell and keeping Mm -hmm. to myself and just kind of the place in life where I'm at right now. Um, Right. Still with the divorce, it's been fresh for a while. It's, we just made a year. So that's been difficult. Yeah. It's like a real difficult transition, but so many great things have happened, right? Like I bought my house. I started my program. I did way too many classes and overloaded with work. I did four classes first semester in spring and then five classes this last semester. And I'm still, holding high for this last class so it's been rough it's been rough and I I have a tendency to overload myself so I have to be really conscious of that um yeah I just don't have any time (laughs) for myself really but it's been I've been out of class I have just one last assignment I have to do I have to do a huge literature review so that's Mm -hmm. on my back burner but um, I love the podcast interest industry. Like so many people are doing it. Um, yeah. it's just, it's really interesting. Right. And you get yeah. to like, listen in, in the morning on your way to work in the afternoon mm-hmm. on your way out. Um, right. but I don't know. There's, I have so many, like, yeah, my mind's just kind of everywhere. Yeah. Nah, it's all good. Hey, no doesn't always mean no forever. You know what I mean? So No, that's true. And I think definitely my stepdad actually told me the other day, he's like, I could totally see you doing a podcast. And I was like, really? That's interesting that you'd say that. And so when he said that to me, I was like, man, it's just kind of wild. But um, yeah. or, you know, even if you don't do one to start off with, you know, get on, get on. Maybe my podcast or somebody's podcast, you know, bi-weekly. Just to get some of the small yeah. on, but we'll, you know, hopefully there's something we can uh, visit and try and go after. But I know you're yeah. grinding with the school and balancing uh, your VA job. Uh, I feel like I don't have time with uh, coaching and with the school system, but... <laughs> Hey, I do want to talk about something that you brought to my attention on LinkedIn, I think, about a week ago. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, we follow each other on LinkedIn as well. And um, you reached out about maybe potentially working on, you and I maybe should work on a nonprofit-related project or something. So, what exactly would you have in mind? You know what I mean? Like... Uh, What would you have have in mind doing as far as working together? Yeah, and I've entertained, like, just even on a podcast front, I've entertained, like, having that female interactability in your podcast. Mm -hmm. I thought that was, like, 
probably a nice touch or maybe like your next move, right? That might be like your next thing or you might be having like a co-host and that'll be really cool. That's what Um, I'm trying to work on the co-hosting now. So um, I try to. So it's not all on you. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, it's on me. (laughs) No, no, so it's not all on you. You Oh, it's not all on me. Okay, I got you. So, but share that responsibility. I know that would be nice. That's what I'm trying to work on now. Having um, having consistent uh, to come on, you know, even if it's bi-weekly, like David Sanders. You listen to his that we did last week. He's been on about four or five times in the last year, and trying to get on a bi-weekly or every three-week schedule with him. Um, me and me and Jack did one. Uh, from Brigade, you know, Jackson, he doing his music thing. Listen to that. Yeah, we did one. So trying to get maybe on a bi-week schedule with him, try to get on a bi-week schedule with you. And uh, even that, even that it's small, but I believe it can be effective. So Absolutely. And you're doing so great. I was looking at your reviews the other day and how many listens and all that sort of stuff. And I was just kind of, I was blown away for real. Yeah. Yeah, it's coming along, man. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I'm shocked. I mean, I believe that it was always a doable test, but for it to happen, I just started doing this, like, May of last year. So it's about 14 months now. And I wasn't doing and I wasn't doing it consistently at first. So that's to have the views. I think I'm over about 80,000 right now out of 70 yeah. episodes. Um about over 500 reviews so that's it's a beautiful thing i'll tell you that it's a beautiful would you say it's been a transformational process for you like has it helped you with all like your mental health journey and just like your transition and all that stuff kind of seeing you started at a starting point you were still in the military now you're kind of getting out and kind of following through that process so for me i feel the podcasting helped me for the first time in my life uh, feel free that I can be free. I ne- Even as a kid before the military, I never felt that um, I was empowered to make decisions, even decisions as far as what do I want to eat? What do I want to wear? It was always either you're told to do something or you have to do something for the betterment of someone else. So with this podcasting, it's it, it's been the initial phase of trying to heal time in my life without the scab being killed, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Yeah. So. Absolutely. Yeah. So what do you want to know? What do you want to know about me? There's things you wanted to know about my transition, my journey. What you got for me? Yeah. So. Remind me, were you looking into going to the federal government when you first got out and it just didn't work out and didn't, and then you went into the civilian sector? Yeah, so um, it was always a thought. My mother-in-law, um, she's, she's in the government system. And she, as well as a few other uh, mentors or wisdom people that tell me about the government system, um, I never pursued it. It's not, it didn't work. When I was going through the mail board process, I did an internship through a medical company in San Antonio, uh, well-med, and it was cool. I did it about 90 days, 
I did it up until I found out my retirement date for the med board and uh, for the medical retirement. And it was a nice opportunity, but I was bored. Um, uh-huh. eight, to, eight to five being stuck at a desk. And mm-hmm. granted, we did that in the army, but you were able to get on your phone and you were able to walk around and bring paperwork to another uh, cubicle or to another level floor in there it wasn't like that so even if you didn't have work you still had to sit there eight to five um good opportunity to be a part of the internship that internship showed me what I truly wanted to do which was coaching and really to pursue coaching and coaching as a career potentially so um then being away from the army mentality and the military mentality I was like you know what I know I always have the federal government piece um, as an option but I live two miles from Lackland I was stationed on Fort Sam that's about a 20-25 minute drive and um, I have some connects at the um, soldier service centers over there but let me pursue let me put more energy into this coaching stuff take on volunteer coaching opportunities and um i have a guy coach devin who works at sa prep san antonio uh preparatory middle school in san antonio in march he asked me to volunteer and do a uh sports clinic with him help him out with the football clinic and i did that got some face-to-face time with the school's athletic director um one of the parent coaches and then may comes around going into june the school is doing a first year um, all girls flag football team. So, Coach Devin asked me to be a part of that and a coach with that. Um, got some interaction with some boys that were there coaching and girls, students, the female students that were playing. And principal was there, assistant principal was there, athletic director was there, stuff like that. HR guy was there. And then, um, Word got back that, hey, you know, they're about to do a summer camp at the school and the school's looking for a recruiter, spokesperson type. So go apply for it. So I went on the website, I applied for it, got the job for both. Um, And then within a week and a half at the summer at at the summer camp, the uh, a lot of faculty and staff and students had some good things to say about me and. Um, the faculty and the staff was like, you belong in the classroom. And the HR guy was like, yeah, man, like, we wish you had your degree because we would lock you in the classroom. And I said, yeah, that's always been my kryptonite. So something told me about 48 hours after that to text the HR guy and ask him, do you guys have any admin jobs that don't require a degree that I can do right. at the school and become an employee? He asked the principal. And then that same day, he was like, yes, he said, he said, uh, we're going to hire you as the front desk receptionist um, to work at the front office. You'll be working close with the nurse. You'll be working uh, close with the principal, the uh, director of operations, the assistant principals. And um, so I will, I'm not a teacher, but I am in the school system working as an employee, which is something that uh, people or society wouldn't expect to happen um, because of what I lack. But that's a that's a test to that's an attest to uh, my determination. I would like to say, Um, I I don't 
just because I'm lacking something doesn't mean I'm not going to go through with it. Just because I'm lacking a mic and a big time headphones and a camera to do visual podcasts doesn't it's going to stop me from doing audio podcasts. So I try to use that similar approach um, to this job opportunity. And that's how I became an employee at San Antonio Preparatory Middle School. And we start personal development Monday, starting for the school year. And that's that. Uh, last Friday, I got offered to be the head coach for the softball team. You know, it'd yes. be the first. Yep. It'd be the first time I, um, I guess you could say get paid to coach, I guess, you know, because the faculty and staff gets a little stipend when they become a coach in the school system. So it's coming along, you know, it's not coming in the order that that it's supposed to be on paper, but it's coming along. Don't let nobody tell you no. You know, there is no order. There is no order. Everything's backwards for me. So Mm -hmm. I can totally um, relate and I actually feel like you've gotten like like you've been very blessed very very blessed in your journey and it's not mm-hmm. always I'm not saying that it's easy or it's not always that feasible right it, it right. often takes some people transition for like and you're so early in your transition journey but you've mm-hmm. come so far and you started and you were proactive so early on that when it's meant for you it's meant for you and I do think that it was meant for you. And I think that you're going to go far. And mm-hmm. let's not, let's talk about how yeah, you're going to be an admin person. But let me tell you, admin people get paid. Okay. It might not be offset at the beginning, but. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then just kind of seeing that journey probably in the beginning you'll get a lot of insight right you'll know the students you'll know which one's always having a rough day you'll 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 see a lot more where that could probably I, I help think, you I think, I think if you do pursue that yeah like an educational mm-hmm. journey or something it, 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 it. no i'm not probably even that i feel i'm at the position at the school i'm supposed to be at um i'm in a unbiased position and what i mean by that is something what you said so those kids I'm not a teacher, but I'm not a, but I'm not a volunteer either. So my goal is to make that front office uh, welcoming. You know what I mean? Um, not not a hangout spot, but it's a spot where student might come in or a teacher might come. Hey, Coach James or Mr. Champagne, you know, can you come to class and uh, talk to the student? I can do that and. Um, I could be the voice of reason for that student, but I can also bring that one-on-one in a public area, but one-on-one and be like, hey, look, you know, you, you got to do the right thing or this is the way that you got to approach it, you know. So uh, I'm at a spot where I can impact the kids, uh, my own unique spot, you know. It's not true, but it's presence in the school, and I feel that's important and vital role so I don't take that lightly and mentor and mentee right there's so many Uh children that don't have that I I was listening to you speak about the coaching factor and this Mm -hmm. one kid who you know he he kind of quits at a certain point sometimes and you've gotten him to a point where you've developed him enough where that's not really 
the way to go anymore. But mm-hmm. I, I do believe you have a stronghold and a strong arm in that sense to do that with students and be that advocate and maybe public speaking and brush them off on the side. Like, hey, you come here. Let me talk to you right. real quick. And then yep. that's all let, I did at this dust your shoulders off right quick and, and get back and into going. it. Yeah. No, I love it. I love it. Um, but, and I know August, I was kind of in the beginning of my medical retirement transition. So yeah. it got initiated in May of 2020. Um, by the time January hit of 2021, I got my retirement date. I started my, um, retirement transition leave February. And then my official retirement date from the army was April 5th of this year. Um, still early in the transition phase, but, uh, it was a, um, doing great things. There's so much happening. Yeah. It's so much happening. You know, it's so, it's so much happening and it's, and it's good. So kind of how I close out my speeches or podcasts about the part where I say, you know, you are, you know, you're worthy, you chosen, you matter, you're more than enough. Like, I really believe that um, you got to you got to speak that to yourself and you got to encourage yourself because you can't can't rely on other people to do that. It's good when other people do it, but that should be extra. If you're not encouraging yourself, you know, it's 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 going to be a challenge in life to live, you know, you got to be positive towards yourself. Um, you got to be transparent and you got to tell your stories stuff. too. It does. It does. So I have something for you because yeah. I have a question for you. Um, I didn't get to address the last one. Sorry. Kind of jumped nah, all over nah. the place. That's kind of the way nah. my mind works. <laughs> nah, you're good. So you've been a part of the military. So have I. Um, now how the army is right and you have someone that comes what advice would you give say 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 you're speaking to yourself you know what i mean like you went through the process but a female male it doesn't matter what advice would you give that person before joining the military i wholeheartedly advise people to join the military it did wonders for me and i think i've spoken about this before but I definitely would tell them not to get into debt, climb out of it. <laughs> um, don't get the spanking new cars. Or if you do, do it once, enjoy it, and then realize how you go upside down on a car quick and fast. And then don't do it again. Um, yeah, and just kind of set yourself up for success. Start that savings plan. Start that, all the things that you didn't have before. And I think a lot of people who go into the military a lot of service members, you often like, you kind of realize like, oh, I have money on the 1st and the 15th and I can go get these, these rims on my car. I can go get this, you know, I can go on this fancy dinner and stuff and yeah, enjoy life. Right. I think that we got a lot of chances to do that as far as like on our time off. Right. Like we got to enjoy with other people, hang out at the barracks, um, go like on the weekends in Savannah, stuff like that. But also, yeah, yeah. Take advantage, go out of town, do all the fun stuff, but definitely set yourself up for success because you never know when it can close out, right? There's so many things happening in the world and 
every moment is so valuable and god forbid anything happens to that person or like you just you're at the wrong place at the wrong time with the wrong predicament and it just kind of turns on you so always make sure your bank accounts um set up i got into a lot of debt when i I was a young soldier so i realized i can open up all these credit cards and all the stuff and so now I'm still paying for that in adulthood 28 years old they say people don't start their careers till they're like about 40 so yeah just doing that that financial piece is probably the most important to me because it's not to say that you got a lot of money on your hands but it's definitely more than the $15 an hour the $12 or $8 an hour you were making minimum wage in high school Um, and then the the BAH factor is a big thing, right? We're always seeking that BAH factor because you don't have that, but in the military or like a huge federal job position overseas where you could get like COLA or something like that. Um, Correct. Or if you're getting out and you're doing school, you'd probably get that. But that that doesn't come easy, right? You just get your salary and that's it. So, yep. Um, in a regular job anyway in the military they offer that so that's always a plus right because that that house factor is paid off or whatever you don't have to worry about that your check is yours Um, so yeah I would definitely say that and don't let people take advantage of you Um, Mm -hmm. a lot of family they kind of sometimes see it the way out um, (laughs) or see it as like a a plus right like oh my yeah, my daughter's in the military or, or my son's in the military and don't let people take advantage of you, you know? Absolutely. Um, I can't tell you how many phone bills I've paid for family. I can't tell you how much insurance I've paid for family. And that all came after the military. Like, I, I felt like I could do that, right? I could contribute. I could take over the phone bill. I could take over the car insurance. Um, but still live for you be selfish in that aspect um everyone has their own commitments when you can help you can help but don't make it a goal to like make it for your parents or buy your parents the house or get the house for the family or or whatever like and i mean Mm -hmm. like parents and brothers and sisters and stuff like that i don't mean absolutely family Absolutely. You got to take care. You got to be selfish to the part to take care of yourself. Um, You got to be able to identify self-assess, but also assess the environment and your situation. Know when the possibility of being taken advantage of or uh, being too nice. Um, So that's beautiful. Uh, I think definitely like the marriage factor. Don't get married too quickly just to get out of the barracks. Um, Mm -hmm. Don't get out of the military for someone else. Get out for right. yourself. Correct. Um, I definitely, I think I would have still been in had it not been for my situation and for my med board and all that stuff. But, um, and yeah, I still always look for better. the way back in. Yeah, I always look for the way back in, especially now since I have my master's and stuff. I'm like, I want to be a like a medical psychologist. I want to be a mental health psychologist. And I can't do that good. or I can't be... A military psychologist without going back in as an active duty service member so right it gets a lot different it would have i would have done a different path had i known 
Well, when you know better, you do better. And what I try to do, it it's never the same, but what I try to do is help people that are going through that situation or that are about to go through that situation, make sure they don't make the same mistakes I did or the same mistakes I saw other people do. So ain't nothing wrong with that. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's not to say that we regret anything, right? It's just we we learned. (laughs) You live and you learn. It's a lesson and it's an experience. And it's, you know, one of of the reasons why those are designed is to share with others. So uh, we're about to close out. And before we go, I always ask people this. So I'm going to ask you two questions. Number one, what's the best part of your day? And then number two, the last four to five months of the of, of this year, how how are you going to finish off these next four months of the year? So what's the best part of your day and how are you going to finish off the four months, uh, the last four months of this year, whether it's goals or something specific, what you got for the audience? Yeah, the best part of my day is probably winding down the mm-hmm. bedtime routine, the shower, the self-care, and then getting in those sheets nice and clean and all that fun stuff. Um, I, I really like listening to like sleep stories and stuff like that. So that's definitely like a favorite for me going into that REM sleep cycle. Okay. Uh, and the rest and relaxation of the body, right? Restoration. Like yeah. I have a pretty stressful job, so it takes a lot out of me. And it, it, it's cool very stressful. Period. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I'm still finding that routine to try to get my yoga on point. Maybe try to do it 10 minutes early in the morning. Because I do feel like after the military, I've always been in that fight or flight response, right? Like, as right. soon as I get on that desk, it is just go time. And it's like right. a hamster wheel. You're just not mm-hmm. stopping. Um, and I'm not saying that's a healthy thing. I, I might be looking for other career opportunities here shortly. But, um, yeah, it's, it's a rough job. Uh, and then it's not easy when you're going from my routine has just been work till 430. And then sometimes I would start class six to nine and Tuesdays and Thursdays and 10 hour classes on Saturdays. So it's been mayhem. But uh, in the next four to five months, um, definitely a lot more self-care. I want to get mm-hmm. myself into my succulents gardening. I find that as a sense of calm. I never thought that I would really like that gardening or putting soil into my succulents, but I've been enjoying that little by little. Yeah. Um, and definitely just getting my house together. My house is still in shambles so to speak so not shambles I, I I give myself less credit but it's a work in progress every day just moved in in February so it's been it's been a tough excursion it's coming I along have way too many shoes and clothes and madness letting go minimalist trying to incorporate a minimalist lifestyle I, de- I definitely right. think is on my board because I think when you're head is so filled with chaos or your desk is so messy right that's how your brain is right Um, so lessening that load and looking more towards and then I'm gonna take a break off of school I can't sign up for school in Arizona till fall of 2022 so it'll be a good year that I'm off um 
gone back and forth with this decision because there's a study abroad opportunity for me in December, but I'm not going to take it. I, I would love to go. I would love to do it, but I got 16 months left on my GI bill and I'm going to use that to the best of my ability and not waste it. it away. No, I are you are you gonna go to school? Are you tell me about that real quick? Unfortunately, yes, I You're am. Care for it. <laughs> I don't care for it, but I got a VA counselor um, representative that he is challenging me. I guess in the way that I need He's a guy where I'm gonna I'm gonna prove. You know what? He's bulletin board material, so I like it. He's keeping me accountable. Um, I'm doing the VRE program. And I started it in February, but I was uh, inactive. So I got this VA rep. He's accountability partner guy. And he's like, hey, we talked. We talked about 90 minutes on the phone. And um, he was like, hey, this should be the plan of action to do the 2 plus 2 program through a Alamo College. They call it in San Antonio, but that's another word for junior college. Uh, 2 plus 2 program. Go somewhere. I'm going to try to go to Palo Alto College for two years, um, get my basic courses out the way with the intent to get an associate's degree and then transfer to University of San Antonio or Texas A&M or San Antonio for my uh, teacher certification. And if I had to choose a, um, a, a subject to teach in school, it would be English or history. I don't like numbers and I don't like science projects. So um, I have to be I have to have at least one class scheduled for the fall by August 16th. So now mm -hmm. I've been, yeah, and Good I got line. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got, I got that due out uh, <laughs> Wednesday evening. So from my VA counselor. So uh, these last 48 hours on top of practice, just been trying to get in contact with Palo Alto College, the junior college who I'm going through first as well as one of the uh, universities that I'll be transferring to for the ultimate goal, the bachelor's degree. So uh, connect those dots. So Don't that's overload. The, Burnout's real. So I know. you got to take that. Whatever you take, the minimum classes for graduate program, I, I didn't even know this, but it's only five credit hours. For bachelor's, mm -hmm. it might be a little more, but don't don't overdo it. If the, if the minimum you need for a BH is, Four credit hours, six credit hours, eight credit hours, just do that's that. That's what I'm going to do. That's, that's <laughs> what I'm doing. I already told him I'm not going to do all that stack. It's been 10 years since I've been in school, since I graduated high school. So I'm going to do the minimum right now to get my feet wet. But Yeah, slow and steady. Oh, yeah. But it was, a great, it was a great talk, and hopefully we can get on this bi-weekly every three or every three weeks where we chat about a topic and um, – you know, we can do uh, we can do stage stages or whatever. Talk about a topic, two, three part, four part series. We'll get to it. We can pay to twenty five to thirty minutes. You know, uh, each time we're on talking about a subject. So I appreciate your time. Um, it's always great talking to someone I served with, especially someone who uh, has stayed in contact uh, throughout the years, and you're one of those people. So. Um, until next time definitely until next time we'll do something we'll definitely do something i have some plans for this nonprofit. it's not generally mine to speak about but yeah. it is something i'm passionate about and i will support and i will help develop so um, i'll put you in contact with that person um, i'm looking forward to it
Definitely, definitely. I think you'll love this passion project. It's it's along the lines of what you and Terrell talked about with mm-hmm. the kids and all that sort of stuff. So I think you'll Good. really enjoy it. I'm looking forward to it. So we'll talk soon. We will. And everybody, this is Franciana Tertullian, also known as T. We served in the Army together. We were both human resource professionals in the United States Army, both medically retired veterans. And until next time, thanks for everybody for listening to this episode. Thanks to the people in advance that will listen to this episode. And uh, you do matter. You are worthy. You are chosen. You are more than enough. And you woke up like this because nobody had to tell you. You told yourself that. And always remember that change starts with you. Thank y'all for your time. And have a nice day. Amen. Have a great day. Take care. All right. Bye.